Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of a new four-week series we're doing on being led by the Spirit. On Sunday, we looked together at the story from Joshua 3, when Israel is commanded to cross the Jordan River in order to enter into the Promised Land. I won't recount the story for you here. Uh, You'll have to listen to the sermon from Sunday for that. But as you might imagine, the Holy Spirit does not make an appearance, or at least an overt appearance, in that story. So you might rightly be wondering, how then is it relevant to us thinking together about the person and work of the Holy Spirit and what it means to be led by him? It's a great question. In short, I just really love the imagery of that story. It has been particularly meaningful for me personally, even in thinking through what it means to be led by the Spirit. In the story, priests are commanded to carry the Ark of the Covenant, which for Israel was a symbol of God's presence. And they're to carry the Ark of the Covenant into the Jordan River so that the waters will stop flowing and Israel can cross over, much like in the story of the Exodus. Which means that certain people were called to carry God's presence, to literally let it rest on them, so that other people could then see God and find courage to follow where he was leading. And y'all, I think that's such powerful imagery Because the spirit-filled person lives her life, his life, in exactly the same way. That's the hope. We ask for God's spirit to rest on us, to fill us and flow out of us, so that others can be drawn to the Lord, so that we can all make our way home. To me, this story is a helpful reminder that the Holy Spirit is in fact leading us all somewhere, not just to this particular decision in my life or this particular good work or to meet this need, but that ultimately he is in fact leading all of us to God. Some of us have made a commitment as a result of um, thinking together through this story, praying through it, to devote five days, Monday through Friday, for the next eight weeks to prayerfully being led by the Spirit. That's a total of 40 days, 40 days of prayerfully saying yes to whatever it is that God might be calling us to do, just like Israel taking steps toward and into the river, choosing to trust God. And for our time together today, I want to make some really practical recommendations for those of you who have perhaps made that commitment. And if you have not yet, you're still, of course, invited to. You can choose to devote this time, this 40 days, however works for you. But I do want to call you, encourage you to be purposeful about it. Make a plan. And just in case you don't have one, here are some things that you could maybe consider. On either Mondays or Wednesdays, depending on where you live, you can, of course, come to the Holy Spirit study. Details are on our website, but I'm very excited about these times of early morning study together, to look at the Bible, to consider together the work of the Spirit all the way from the story of creation through to the church. I think it'll be a wonderful time. And so that's at least one day. You can also, of course, listen to this podcast one morning each week, because for the next three weeks throughout November, we're going to devote this midweek podcast to actually practicing being led by the Spirit together, praying together. So we'll be engaging practices like listening prayer, Lectio Divina, and journaling 
over the next few weeks here on the podcast. And then maybe lastly, you should simply determine to pray every day at the same time and in the same way for 40 days, at least Monday through Friday. My encouragement is to pray in the same spot at the same time and with the same habit every time. So what do we mean by habit? By habit, I simply, I simply mean your plan. Liturgy can be a plan. Devotionals can be a plan. Journaling is a plan. Walking and praying is a plan. Whatever it is you need, you need a plan. And I want to encourage you to adopt a plan that engages your body, your mind, and your spirit. So here's a suggestion. Writer and Bible scholar Jack Levison has a wonderful book called 40 Days of the Holy Spirit. We're going to put a link uh, to the book in our show notes in case you want to check it out. But I love this little book. It's perfect for morning prayer. The biblical reflection, biblical reflections rather on the Spirit are just really great. There's an assigned verse or short passage from the Bible, then a space for reflection, and then a space for prayer. Nothing new or novel, of course. And there are other really great devotionals out there if you have one in mind. But if you're going to do something like read Levison's book, after you read, when it's time to pray, I want to encourage you to engage your body somehow, either by walking and praying or by journaling, actually writing down your thoughts, which we'll be giving some more notes on what that looks like and how to do it in the weeks to come. But you really do need to decide to do something sort of semi-physical. And that's because so much of our issue with God, and especially the Holy Spirit, I think, is that our faith and our experience of Him is relegated to our minds, to our thoughts. So the Spirit can seem ethereal and abstract. But y'all, being led by Him is not. He can actually only lead us in the midst of our very real very practical, concrete lives. So devote the next 40 days to praying in a way that's also concrete and practical. And here's one last suggestion. You should probably tell someone. Mark the start of this time by telling someone that you feel led to pray in this way. And then put a date on a calendar after the 40 days have passed to talk together about what you learned what you feel like you maybe heard from the Lord or feeling led to do. Why? Why does it matter that we tell someone? Well, for the same reason that I think we need to engage our bodies in prayer. Because otherwise our faith in these moments can just sort of go the way of New Year's resolutions or good intentions, things we thought about that lived and existed really only in our own minds. So if you don't have someone in mind, please reach out to me or to Isaiah. It would really be a joy for us to share this time with you. We're praying with you. We're choosing to walk towards the water's edge with you. And we look forward to seeing what the Lord has in store. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, we offer our lives to you and this time to you. Over my brothers and sisters, Lord, who are choosing to take risks in whatever ways to challenge themselves and their routines in whatever ways. 
I ask you, God, for your grace and mercy. Will you, Lord, set the hope of your promises out in front of us? Will you put Jesus out in front of us, Lord? Help us to see you, God. To sense you leading us. So that we can make our way into the water and out onto the other side. We bless you, Lord. It's in your name we pray. Amen.